Welcome to Transform Your Workplace. I'm Brandon Laws, your host. Hey, today's episode, I have a conversation with Travis Chambers. He's the founder and chief media hacker at Chamber Media. And this conversation is all about how he left the corporate world, founded Chamber Media, and has instituted some really unique benefits inside of his organization. Most importantly, we talk about the four-day work week that he had instituted. And we talk about all the details around that, how he implemented it, what people are saying about it, and the benefits and downsides of it and all that stuff. And we talk about that and a whole lot more about just what his employees are needing and all that good stuff. So really think you're going to enjoy this podcast, especially if you've been thinking about like, hey, how do I institute the four-day work week? Well, I've been talking to a lot of people about it. I've read some articles and I keep seeing it pop up. Here's a guy who has actually done it and it's working. So enjoy and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, Travis, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. I'm excited to have a conversation with you. Hey, happy to be here. I wanted to start our conversation off by sharing a quote that I found from one of your articles. And I thought it would illustrate where you've come from and where you're going and where you're at right now. So the quote says, when I was in the corporate world, I had two weeks off a year. I was chained to a desk. I wasn't important enough to anyone to travel more than a couple times a year. My whole livelihood depended on the rest of the office physically seeing me in a chair every day. If I'm not in the chair, I'm done, fired, laid off, downsized, end quote. How did that make you feel like just even writing that statement, but even living it in the moment? You know, it's funny because I look back now and now, you know, we grew from six to 20 employees in the last year. I feel like I'm seeing the other side, like the Mm. opposite agreement, opposite argument of that post. I think what happens is executives at companies get a lot of autonomy and they get a lot of liberty and flexibility because they're trusted, they've proven themselves, their values. But I think what so often happens to junior people, which is That's the perspective I was coming from when I was a junior person at a company is junior person. All the company wants is you don't have a ton of experience. You don't have a ton of credibility. No one really knows your value, your worth. So they want you to come in and they want you to just be a workhorse. All they want is the hustle, the can do anything you want attitude. And they want to see you earn. They want to see you do things that are beyond what you're expected to do. And now I'm in that position where our junior people, that's what I find myself wanting from them. And the second that they start to act like entitled, you know, Mm, yeah, they start to want things that executives have, it's frustrating. And so our solution to this whole thing, because then what happens is you don't play into their needs and desires and wants, you're going to lose them because millennials are job hoppers. I was a job hopper. You know, I hopped every year because I was always valuable to someone else. Yeah. So our solution to that has been the four-day work week. We can talk about all the different ways that I feel like it's a solution for both the boss and the junior people. There's so many reasons that I think it makes sense. It's interesting because now that you're on the other side, you own and run a business. You're the founder of Chamber Media. Maybe we could talk about this later. You have some really amazing work. I visited your website. I was looking through some of the videos. They're they're really cool. So maybe at the end, you'll get a chance to talk about some of the work you're doing. But it's interesting, like, you know, going from working in the corporate world to wanting, you know, time off and flexibility and all these things. But then as now an employer, you're realizing that the productivity needs of the employees that you hire 
need to be met. But I think there's this balance between how are you going to empower and engage your employees the most so that they can still hit the productivity levels that you need, but also be really happy at work. Did you sort of think about that? Like, how did it all come about as you founded a company? Yeah, like, how did I get it started? How did you build a philosophy around the four day work week and even some of the other things that you're doing? Yeah. So what kind of happened is we're in a creative space. And I started thinking back to my agency days. And in the agency world, you just get run ragged. It's long hours, it's high intensity. And just the nature of that business, it's a low margin, high stress business because everyone's a creative, everyone wants to be a creative, everyone wants to make commercials. And so it's just competitive. Only the people who really go deep on that get ahead. And so I get to the point where I was director of social at 20th Century Fox. I was working 70 hours a week, weekends, was getting pulled in on stuff and getting requests at midnight that were expected to be delivered by 10 a.m. I kind of just got to the point where I was like, you know, I'd rather make less and just have less stress. And I just had had a daughter. That was all happening, you know, all these life changes. And Hmm. the more I looked, I couldn't find that in my industry. I couldn't find a place where I could do really good work and really make amazing things, but also not be miserable. And so when we started Chamber, that was basically the DNA of starting it was, well, if I can't find the job that works for me, I'm going to have to create it. And so we did. We created it. And doing that, we developed a lot of philosophies about autonomy and about being able to have a lot of freedom. And it's been good and bad. There's been things we've learned that were just too idealistic and that don't work. I will say it's a concrete idea with that four-day work week. It's been the most measurable, productive, effective thing we've done because it really is just the perfect middle ground. Because the philosophy of the four-day work week is you work your butt off four days a week, especially in a creative environment. It's very difficult to be creative for eight hours a day for five days a week. When you go home, you've got a few hours at home to do other things and you got two days on the weekend. There's not a lot of time for you to explore or to go have creative experiences. Yeah, And you're stuck with the same people for eight hours a day, every single day. So you're not getting exposed to these fringe thoughts, you know, you're not getting exposed to other parts of the spider web that have different connections. And so that's what the 48 work week does is rather than like running a marathon for five days a week, you're running a sprint for a little bit longer Monday through Thursday, like nine hours, you're going pedal to the metal, you know, you're high pressure, you're in that environment that really pulls ideas out of you and just pushes on you and it pulls and it demands very demanding. But then you get to Friday, And you've got three days to just go do whatever you want. You finally have two days is not enough time to go on a trip, but three days is. Three days is enough time to go somewhere, do something, and completely disconnect. And what happens is people come back on Monday and where they were probably burnt out on Thursday night, they come back, they're completely refreshed, they're completely reset. Their brain has almost experienced the same thing it would experience with a week off. And they've got new perspectives. And they feel like they've had these deep experiences that were uninterrupted. And we've seen huge benefits from that. It's just given to, it's given these junior millennial people, right, who have been told their whole life, myself included, do what you love, 
follow your passion, follow your dreams, never work a day in your life, right? It's very unrealistic because economists say the more difficult something is, complex, competitive, the higher barrier to entry, the more valuable it is. Mm -hmm. Those things do not agree with follow your passion, do what you love. True. Those things are painful and lucrative. And so we've kind of gotten to the point where like, well, let's just endure the pain, take the pain, but let's give the thing that you can't buy, which is time. And that was my main conclusion, you know, before I started Chamber is I would rather make less and have more time. And that possibility does not exist for me in my industry. One of the things that stuck out to me, you had an article, the title was some to the effect of having children destroyed your career. And I think you meant your corporate career. Can you elaborate on that? Because I think there's a happy ending to the story, obviously, but just talk about how your priorities changed. Because I think the, the needs of employees that you are hiring nowadays as you own a company, they're changing and evolving. So maybe talk about your perspective from having kids and how your career changed to now as the founder and leader, how you are meeting the needs of your people. Yeah, you know what it did is people are having children later in life now. Yeah. And in the workplace in the 1960s and 70s, you were pretty much competing with people who had kids. Yeah. Everyone had kids. Everyone started having kids for the most part by their late 20s. Well, now people aren't having kids till their mid 30s or just not at all, especially in big cities, big coastal cities, especially. And so you get into this place where, you know, you've made the decision that you want to have a family. And for me, you know, it's like I want to have kids younger because I want to have energy and I want them to get the best of me. And I don't want them to get the older, tired version of me. And for me, it's like the best part of life, right? Nothing compares to raising a human that gives you unconditional love and fills you up. There's just nothing on the earth that I think that can compete with that. Now, a lot of people would argue with that, right? <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it, right? That's right. And you hear about all the negative, painful things about raising children. But anyways, <laughs> the workplace in the competitive environment has just completely changed. And I got hit by that freight train with my first child coming. It just so happened that my dad got Parkinson's at the same oh, time no. before. Sorry. Yeah, that's got to be tough. So it's just like a lot of life change happening all at this one moment where I just happen to be in a job that I'm underqualified for. And so I'm scraping and working till 3 a.m. to try and keep up. Yeah. I just got to the point where it was just too much. And I got to the point where it was like, you know, I can make more money, but really what is the purpose of more money if I don't have time? I think some people get to that same place I was. They take it too far. I think people who get to that point, maybe who don't have kids, it's easier because you don't need as much money. You could just say, you know, I'm going to go live in a van, live in a van life, or I'm going to go move to Bali and I'm going to surf and I'm going to live on $20,000 a year. That's actually not that hard to do. It's really not as hard to do, but it's a lot harder to make that pivot in your life when you've got kids to pay Certainly. for. That was my solution running this company, I started to think, you know, I've got to do something or I'm going to be a hypocrite who creates the same environment that I really didn't work for me. I'm going to end up creating that same environment for other people. And if I do that, then there is no purpose to what I'm doing. That's kind of where this was all born. And that child just like forced... <laughs> sure does. Forced that perspective. It's funny how... Like, I don't know. Do you have kids? I do. I have two kids and it's funny, you know, like, my needs have changed over the years, obviously, with having one kid and then a second kid. It's just like, you need more flexibility. You want more time off to spend with them. But also, it's just 
things are just a little bit more chaotic. So you also need more understanding from your employer. You need more benefits and things like that. So yeah, kids add a challenge to the work-life balance thing. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. The reason I love, like I was saying, now that I'm in charge, right? Hiring people. The bigger the organization gets, the more you get disconnected from people and their emotions and their needs. And the more they start to become faceless people who you just want the most output for the least amount of effort, least amount of conflict, complication. You want this machine to just run. You don't want anyone to bother you. You don't want to hear about people's problems. That's the reason a lot of people don't scale big companies. And that's the reason we've kind of decided we don't really want to be a 100-person company. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we don't really want to have to put up that. As we become this more cold, you start to feel yourself becoming more cold, less empathetic, and more about output and more about profit. You start getting more of that corporate mindset. That four-day work week is a perfectly measurable, concrete thing that forces you out of that. Every year, everyone says, hey, I need to make more money. And every year, you know what I mean? What happens too is you have so many companies that say, you know, we've got unlimited PTO. But it's never true. No, it isn't. Right? I don't no, like, I never have been a fan of that, by the way. Ugh, it just doesn't no. work. You know, it's, it puts you in a horrible position. You feel guilty. You, you, yeah, you feel guilty. And to me, the way I look at it, and I could be absolutely wrong about this, but to me, it's a way to not have liabilities on your balance sheet, essentially, where you have to pay out PTO if people either take it or they leave altogether. So it's a way to you know, avoid costs downstream. It doesn't really cost you anything you know, for people to just take off day here and there other than lost productivity. Yeah, I agree 100%. And then on the flip side, right? If you're a junior employee who's been there less than a year or two, you've yeah, been in the industry. You're not taking time, time off, not a chance. You're not taking any time off. But even if you do have a vacation policy, standard is two weeks yeah. a year. So when I hear, right, you're a 25 year old, 24, 26 year old person, and you hear, I get two weeks off a year. That translates to you are now in prison and I own you. If they said four weeks, that's different. Okay, every two months, I take a week off. I can live with that. But two weeks in a year, that's 10 business days in a whole year. I mean, that's going to happen just from you getting the flu once and a family member being in the hospital once. There's not even a vacation in there. And so the four-day work week just makes it automatic. Yeah. Because you've got four-day work week combined with approved, pre-approved PTO. So now somebody on my team will say, hey, can I take Monday off? And we say, yeah, you've got a four-day weekend. And you can take those on almost a once or twice monthly basis. And then you still, you know, you still get your two or three whole weeks off a year to go do your big trip, your big time off, your big sabbatical. But now you've got... You know, you've got this built-in thing that is just always there. I feel like it's always there. It's predictable. And you get burnt out or you say you need a break. Well, it's like, well, you got a three-day weekend yeah, every single exactly. week. It's enough to recharge. I mean, when you string three days together, because with a two-day, you know, just a normal Saturday, Sunday weekend, it's like you just get into it. And then it's like you have to go back to work already. So the three-day, at least you can sort of decompress, have a day to do whatever that's active. And then Sunday, maybe with family or something, and then you're back to work. So that's, to me, enough time. But if you add even another day, add a PTO day on the back end of it too, four days, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing to add too, is if you look at it from the cold calculated, you know, corporate capitalist point of view, 
it's really not good for a business for people to take 10 days off, yeah. especially in a services business. It's very disruptive, especially with smaller teams. Communication is lost. Things get lost in the cracks. When people completely check out for 10 months, it's just bad for business. Yeah. It just is. Now, that need, people need to do that a few times a year. So just for their health, everyone in Europe, right, they all get a month off, or especially in the Nordic countries, they get two months off or whatever. But taking a month or two off, it's, it's so destructive for a business, even though it's really good for people. And I think that the three-day work week encourages people to take more frequent, shorter breaks, which doesn't impact the business. When someone takes four days off, they don't really miss a beat. It doesn't hurt the business in any way. I genuinely feel like people reach a similar level of reset and relaxation in four days as they do in 10 days. I mean, truth is, you know what it is. You're on vacation. You're thinking about work for the first couple of days. By the third or fourth day, you are fully in vacation mode. Your brain's reset. The hamster on the wheel is now off the wheel. You feel reset. You feel calm. You feel like you're reconnected with your real life. That's another big benefit. Is I, I think it actually ends up being less disruptive because people don't have to take these huge breaks as often. Travis, do you get a chance to talk with your employees about what they're thinking about the four day work week or some of the other things that you're actually doing? And then how do you even collect feedback on where things are going? Like I imagine that you have some employees that may be having children. And so their needs are changing there. Maybe they need more flexibility or maybe they want paid parental leave. Like, how are you addressing some of the evolving needs of employees in your organization? Yeah. So I don't know if my people are being honest with me or not. You just <laughs> never, I'm sure they're probably afraid or something, but <laughs> you seem so nice. Now there's you no way it. they're afraid of you. But you never know, right? And nothing is worse than when you know someone is realizing in your head that you're their boss. It's just like, ah, oh, so weird. Because you want them to just let those defenses down, let those stresses go away. Yeah. It's, just, it's just you and them. But, you know, I understand. I would feel the same way, right? I did feel the same way. Your future, your financial stability is in someone's hands. That's really not fun. It's not comfortable. But the overwhelming response has been that the four-day work week is of more value to everyone than literally anything else wow. in the company. More than the culture, the benefits, the pay, the type of work. I mean, it outweighs mm -hmm. everything based on what I've heard from everybody. And the truth is, right, once again, from the corporate perspective, someone could get an offer from another company for 20 or 30% more, but the odds are very low that they're going to take that over a four-day yeah. work. Yeah. Especially if they're already getting paid industry standard, you know, or slightly above industry standard. That has been the feedback so far. Now, the four-day work, there's a couple of people on our team who the four-day work week doesn't work for. We've got a single parent who needs to take their kids to school and pick their kids up from school and occasionally needs to you know, drop them off at the ex-spouse's place. Sometimes they have to come pick them up during school. And so for them, the 40 work week doesn't work. What works better is a flexible five-day schedule. They've got more of a normal work week that just has a lot of, you know, flexibility. And so it doesn't work for everybody. And the thing too, is we just did personality tests with everyone in our company. I think I had an incorrect assumption where... I look at my personality and I assert that upon everyone else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most people do that. So I was guilty yeah, of I'm that. Sure when you're running a yeah. company, I'm sure it's a little bit more dangerous to make assumptions like, oh, everybody wants the same thing I want. Yeah. Honestly, I think if we doubled again in size, we would have to make some alterations to the 40 work week because 40 work week is really not right for everyone. Now, 
What we've tried to do, though, is we've tried to be very selective of who we hire. We've tried to hire people who are those types that fit with that. So, you know, some people, they like to do the marathon. They want the nine to five, very secure. They don't want a lot of stress. They don't want a lot of, see me, I'm an entrepreneur. So I want to like get in there, million miles an hour. It's hard to turn off and I need three days to turn it off. But a lot of people don't. They don't want that. They don't want a nine or 10 hour day, four days a week. They want to come in and all the studies show, right? In an eight hour workday, people usually only get actually four hours of work done. It's pretty yeah. much where all the studies show. And I've even seen that of myself. I'm really only effective four or five hours a day, six hours a day. That's one thing is a lot of people, they don't like the nine hour, 10 hour thing. No one has said it, but I'm pretty sure there's a few people that it kind of like burns them out. By Thursday, they are just totally wiped out. It'll be interesting to see, you know, how that evolves and adjusts as we continue to grow. From a business operational standpoint, is a four-day work week for everybody? Like, how do you make business work if you, let's say you have client deadlines or people do need to finish a project over the weekend? Like, how do you handle that? I mean, you don't just stop work for three days, do you? Some people working throughout Friday and even into the weekend, or how does that work? So... Strangely, that was our number one concern. We had our hand on the eject button on this four-day work with them specifically because <laughs> Abort. of that. Yeah, we were ready to say, we told everybody when we announced it about eight months ago, we said, hey, we're doing this for one month. You see how good. We have had literally zero problems. Wow. Zero problems. Everyone is completely out Friday through Sunday. For the most part, we don't even respond to clients or vendors on Fridays. Now, some people will make quick responses, you know, if they choose to. But I would say, I don't think anyone is working more than an hour or two on a Friday and they're not in the office. It's been shocking. It has been absolutely shocking how little problems we have had with deadlines, with client communication, with any of that. And the reason is, is that we found that a lot of people don't really get much done on Fridays anyways. They're already checked <laughs> out. We get very few, very few client yeah. requests on Fridays. they're checked so out too. Almost, yeah, they're checked out. No one's getting things started on a Friday. I think that's been by far the most surprising thing is I can't even think of one negative. And even when we tell clients, they don't seem to care. They don't seem to care because... They know the hours we're working Monday through Thursday. And when we have a deadline, this is the other huge benefit, right? When you've got a nine to five company five days a week, when you ask someone to stay late, you just killed yeah. their morale. You just absolutely destroyed their morale. Well, whatever plans they had are now gone. But when they already know that hell week is Monday through Thursday, they're already in that like get in the trenches, fight to the death mode where if on a Wednesday, I've got to stay around till seven or eight o'clock, or hell, even if I have to work until midnight on a Wednesday night, it's fine because yeah. I'm out Friday. There's a big payoff. And because no one else has the four day work, there's always this special payoff feeling. Yeah, I imagine like with the type of people that you're hiring to, that anything like the four day work week or anything that you would implement to, seemingly make them happier, have more balance in their lives. I mean, you're hiring the most creative people that are out there. And that shows through in the work. Like I said, when we started this podcast, like I was really impressed with some of the work that you're doing. And it's really creative. Like you couldn't 
have that kind of product and that kind of output without having happy people. Do you think those two are tied together like I'm suggesting? Yeah, I absolutely do. We're working with Potbelly. They're a 400 location fast casual food restaurant, kind of like Chipotle. They were on a crazy tight deadline with them because of this structure. We were able to come back within three business days with five concepts and they were pretty surprised. They're not used to that. It's just, I think everyone is diving in for those long hours. The big, big corporate agencies, their people are working the same hours our people are, but they're doing it on Friday and they're usually also working on Saturday. They're burned out. To your point, they're so tapped out. There's no ideas. They're going through the motions most likely. You know? Yeah. They are just trying to like, well, they're like, we're going to be stuck here. I mean, I saw it, right? Agencies I was at. We're going to be stuck here till eight or nine or 10 tonight, regardless of how good our ideas are, we're stuck here anyways. So let's just embrace the pain. Whereas with the four day thing, it's like, hey, let's freaking get completely separated for the weekend, completely disconnected. And they come back in Monday and the tank lasts. I mean, by Thursday, people are starting to be pretty, pretty dead. But (laughs) at least you're honest about that. yeah, I mean, you look at people on Thursday night, they're pretty tired. My work is hard. You know? It's mentally, but, it's, it's exhausting. Creative work is hard. That tank just, you know, with the five, six day thing, the tank's just like never yeah. above a quarter tank. And with our people, it's like pedal to the floor. And that's the only time you get good creativity out of people. Now, obviously, I don't think the four day work week no. works for all businesses. You know, it's definitely unique to, you know, we're a high ticket service business, right? highly custom, highly complex, sophisticated stuff. Like, I don't think a call center could do it. No. You know, but for some businesses, I think for a lot of white color businesses, I think there's a lot of fear around all the bad things that could happen, but they just have not been true for us. I noticed it was Microsoft Japan. I mean, it's just study after study that come out. I've noticed in the last year, it's every month some new study comes out about how much more productive people are. Because like we've been talking about, the truth is people don't really, they're not productive yeah, beyond four I, or five I, hours I believe that. It's very rare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love what you're saying. And that's why I wanted to have you on this podcast is because you've actually done it. Like I've had conversations about like this idea of the four day work week and a lot of employees are talking about it. I don't know if I've ever talked to anybody that's actually done it. And I like where you started with, which is, Let's try it for a month. We're ready to abort if we need to. But yet, you haven't lost productivity. People are happier, more creative. This seems like a winning deal there. Yeah, it's just interesting. You know, our revenue went up about 40% in the last year. We announced the 40 work week eight months ago. I can't help but think there's a correlation there. Our turnover has been pretty low. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. As we get, you know, wrap up this conversation, talk to people about what Chamber Media does. And anything you want to point people to, I think would be great. I mean, you're doing some really cool work. So maybe share a couple tidbits about that. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. We basically drive revenue for direct consumer companies through scalable social video ads. So we make a whole assortment of social videos and we run those as ads and those drive scalable conversions. So we've tripled the revenue of four multi-million dollar companies just in the last year and a half. We took an AC unit company from 10 million a year to 36 million a year. We took a supplement company from two to 24 million. We took a skincare company from 40,000 to 4 million. And so we drove over 320 million in track sales and we've managed $55 wow. million dollars in ad spend on Facebook and 
Instagram and YouTube. So that's what we do. We're basically half ad buying company and half video production company. Our website is www.chamber.media. And then, as you said, yeah. I'm really active on YouTube. Yeah, I would well encourage people to go follow Travis. He's got some great thoughts, thoughtful posts. I think you do the link, the LinkedIn Pulse articles. Those are great. So just appreciate what you're doing and the message you're trying to spread. I think this, you know, for business owners or HR people who have influence over this kind of stuff for, you know, the four day work week, hearing your story is really important. So I appreciate people like you who are willing to just pull a curtain back and let people see how you're doing it and how effective it is. So thank you for coming on, Travis. Yeah, thank you, Brandon. I think that a whole lot more people do this four day work week. I think we'd see a lot of benefits. Yeah, you're welcome. So thank you. 